Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Kyle Holson Podcast, episode 44. It is now six weeks in a row. We have been consistent making episodes and getting them out Monday at noon. And we're sacrificing our health for this one. Yes. Well, well, yeah, I guess I am. I guess I am in a sense. Yeah. Um, You're wearing, we'll just get out of the way, you're wearing this bright, or uh, not orange, red t-shirt. Go ahead and plug your- I really don't even like the school that much. Your soon-to-be alma mater. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, uh, March Madness. I don't care about it, but I'll watch the last minute of FAU games. Yeah, I, t- Boy, I was it intense. I had, I had texted you when it was like I don't know a couple minutes left, and I was like, "There's no way Cam even remotely gives a fuck." But because it's your school, I'll let you know what's going on because yeah. I was watching it. Um, and then when you responded, how you responded, I was like, "All right, damn!" <laughs> <laughs> like you took it to an offense almost, but it was like if it was anybody else, like it could have been like uh, I, I'm trying to give a good example. It was meant to be a playful c word. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah. Why do you have to admit that you said that? Because it's a fun <laughs> word to use. Cam, what have you been up to, brother? Uh, it's been a week. I've been sick all week. Yeah, so you just like, is it the the vid part 17? Which variant are we on? As far as I know, I've only gotten vid once. But I've probably not tested for it. So I tested it for this time, and I've yeah. tested negative. Oh, okay. But it's probably like an Unless expired it's... test from like two years ago. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's probably some new variant that, you know, just completely yeah. warps through any sort of... So I'll be dead by Tuesday. Are you on medication? Are you taking meds? Uh, NyQuil. I didn't take it last night because I didn't want to be groggy for this, but then I didn't sleep at all night. So. I want to tell a funny story about one time when I took a NyQuil. Um, I, uh, I had to be at work the next day at like 6 a.m., okay? I wasn't feeling too hot. I was like, let me take a NyQuil because I'm not going to be able to sleep. I was like congested and just my sinuses were all fucked up so I couldn't yeah. breathe. Um, and I take the NyQuil probably around like 9 or 10. Okay. You know, it takes a little t- a little time to kick in. I don't know what time I fell asleep. But regardless, I just want to say I did not wake up in time for work. <laughs> in fact, I did not wake up until about like 10.30 a.m. Yeah, that's what happened with me. I woke up <sighs> at like 11 every day I took NyQuil. So now I just try not to take NyQuil because every time I know I'm going into a coma. So if it's not like the weekend where I'm off or, you know, I don't have to go to work or, you know, whatever the arrangement is, I just like, ah, I can't. Do you get crazy NyQuil dreams? No. No? No. Is that a thing? It, for a lot of people, like when they take NyQuil, they get like super vivid, like hallucinogenic style dreams. And I, I had a pretty oh. crazy one one night or I wouldn't say crazy, but it was like weird. Uh, what dreams aren't crazy, Kim? <laughs> It wasn't one of those. That was last night. <laughs> yeah, fair. No, a couple nights ago, I had a dream where like we, me, a bunch of friends, a bunch of family, like people from all walks of life mm-hmm. were going to watch a World Series game. You had a baseball game. And that's not something that I could. Yeah. I don't I think would, I could pay you to do that. that. That's the first weird part. The second weird part is that like everybody that I knew was or like a bunch of people from everywhere I know people from was there. And like. Are we like, talking like a Marlins game? Uh, or some like generic, yeah. Like I, I think it was a New York team. Okay, I don't know if it was Mets or Yankees. So it wasn't super vivid, but you were at a, obviously at a baseball game. Yeah, I just okay. I remember it was a New York team because it, that sounds like you because it, I could I swear I could probably take you to a baseball game and you'd be like, wait, who played? Who's playing in the game? <laughs> well, so I, like me in real life, I didn't care about the game whatsoever. So Fair. I was just like hanging out, talking with friends, like yeah. making jokes, all that stuff, like I normally do. Uh, we go home, and then the next day I wake up to a bunch of texts from like a bunch of people who are like. 
next time don't come because like you were so disrespectful oh my god like, you're this is something that's really important to me and my family and... nyquil gives you depression dreams <laughs> and i was like do people really care that's this much fucked up i, I was like there's no yeah. way these people are insane now every time you see these people or that person like in real life it's yeah. gonna be weird at first when you're i woke up i was like what the <laughs> <laughs> you, you like text him real quick hey dude are we, are we okay you know <laughs> like just make sure are we still friends you were there and you weren't one of the ones who sent me an angry text so i didn't you did not because you probably know how i am yeah i'd be like i would i, I, know I don't want to yeah, I don't want. I don't want to poke more into the <laughs> soft flesh that's already being punctured. Yeah. But like, know? people were offended that I didn't care about the game, and I was like, "That's crazy." It's like a, it's like a, a May Marlins game, like two o'clock on a Saturday versus like <laughs> yeah. the Phillies. Like nobody gives a fuck. I've been to one of those games, and Marlins obviously lost, Fair. and I cared much then as I did in that dream. I, I know we've talked about this in the podcast. I hate their stadium. Like it yeah. pisses me the fuck off. They first of all the location. Like in the middle of um, Little Havana, like what the fuck are we? Like whose idea was that? Um, and it just it looks hideous. It just looks like this big piece of metal. Yeah. I wonder if like that metal like gets really hot. I'd love to see what that like the like the roof looks like in like thirty right. years. <laughs> it's warm. just gonna be cooked, dude. I think that roof opens too. I'm I, pretty sure it does. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because I think when Kanye was performing, they had to open it up because he was doing like. Fireworks. Fire and shit, yeah. yeah, yeah. Speaking of Kanye, apparently there's rumors of an Adidas. Um, I guess them getting reunited in a business relationship, which is hilarious. Kanye. Absolutely hilarious. At first, I know we had talked about it like privately, like via text, and I thought we're like, oh, we're like we're fucking around, blah blah blah, and then like actual reports are be like coming out being like um so you know kanye was in has been in touch with um adidas execs on how to distribute like 1.5 billion dollars yeah. worth of yeezys which is like fucking insane first of all second of all um there were rumors also that they were trying to like sell in bulk in europe to like resellers which is like even dirtier you know like oh here guys um go up go charge um here we'll sell you these uh yeezys for you know 200 bucks a pop we still lose money but at least we make money or like we try to you know cover our margin here yeah um and then you know you just go raise it up like 300 percent to like you know little you know 15 year olds that are like <laughs> ah yeezys you know crazy hey it's proven to work yeah when you know before all the anti-semitic stuff oh it'll still sell like hotcakes i i think so too i think there's also like a part of the population that's like i'm wearing yeezys right now i don't i don't i don't feel this way but um i think there's a lot of population that's also very like anti-establishment so they're like i'll support kanye because he's speaking out against like regardless of what he has said you know people will still blindly follow i mean look at our politicians (laughs) did you read what i sent you this morning or did i send it to you or did i send it to someone else oh you sent it to me okay yeah Dude, Tuesday's going to be a big day. Dude, Tuesday, Twitter is might crash. It <laughs> might crash. Uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, this morning, very early, uh, I forget who broke the news, but someone wrote an article basically saying that, well, I guess Trump kind of did his own yeah. press release. Tr- um, Trump released this statement on his social media site, Truth Social, um, basically saying that he is going to be arrested on Tuesday and called it fake and to you know basically told all of his followers um, to protest again and fight against uh you know or fight for our democracy and um in other words storm the capital again part two so i won't won't be able to record next week i'll be busy in dc for unrelated yeah leisure purposes yeah yeah um an exploration of the city yeah a city of of 
some say great history, but history. Called a private tour. All in all. Uh, an exclusive tour. tour. Yeah, an exclusive tour. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah uh, an unsanctioned tour. <laughs> One that's not on the books. Yeah. Well, it could be, though, because a lot of those people are are um, in jail. There's been like a handful of them that have gone to jail in prison, yeah. which is pretty funny. Oh, like, was asked, it? Oh, we'll, we'll get them out soon enough. I mean, people will get them out soon enough. Yeah, fair. If they're not already on the island with Epstein. Do you think that's where like they put they would put people like that? I don't know if they put them on the Epstein Island. They put them on like the you know like the middle class. Got to stick these people away. Yeah, that's BF Island. Yeah, yeah. That guy. Have we talked about it on the podcast? We have. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I don't think any he, more news has broken out. Well, no, just just that I find it funny that he's living with his parents and they're like the the judge was like oh he's not allowed to be on the computer he's not allowed to be on like his phone and things like that and his lawyer is like fighting back and it's like this guy is like an expert on you know on computers so like there's there's been video footage of him playing legal i was legal league of legends i think it is legal legends yeah where he was playing that on business meetings Mm -hmm. he was so like pepped up on all this speed that he was able to not only play league of legends but take business meetings and talk as and if to he's... enjoy League of Legends, because that's, I've not, never that's played. not a game people enjoy. I know it's a it's a very like is nerdy appropriate. Yeah, unless you're unless you're watching. Clarify. Tyler I mean, play. I don't know. It the problem or the issue with it. I don't know if you'd call it an issue, but like it, it's got it's got a ranking system. Oh, okay. And when you don't play well, you really feel it. And like you typically like, don't play well. Uh, well, I've never played it for that specific reason. I just don't enjoy games like that. Yeah, it's I very strategic. I, I guess is what I get from it when I've seen like clips of like, you know, like once in a while we'll get like a Twitter thing and, and, and it's, it's a team like this. Game. It's like this huge big. It's like oh my god, ah, and the announcer and I'm like I don't know what the <laughs> fuck just happened. You know what I mean? Like he uh, took down his uh, whatever. I'm like I no. I'm deep, but I'm not that deep. <sighs> I've been playing a lot of PGA Tour lately, so can't say I've been playing like video games like that lately. And they finally released a DLC where you could uh, play as Tiger's private life. <laughs> yeah, uh, Tiger Woods uh, PGA GTA <laughs> fucking twenty four. That would be an interesting story. I would I would love to see if GTA could do something like that. Not like maybe not athlete, but like some sort of storyline where you're like you're the celebrity and you you know whatever. Well, there's a. Uh a uh, fairly recent DLC where you work for Dr. Dre. I have played that. Yes. That was the one where you have to like go find the secret or you get the secret song or some shit. Yeah. That was like the prize. Yeah, like the unreleased song. He's like, I, I, I don't ever really uh, give out my unreleased music. You got to find him and kill him. <laughs> and you get a million dollars. Anybody it. that's seeking uh, new Dr. Dre music in 2023, <laughs> I'm sorry to inform you. You're about 23 years late. Well, not 23 years, but yikes. Big, big, big yikes. You forgot about Dre. That's what I'm learning. I didn't... You know, I'm not the biggest on old hip-hop, but I do like Dre. I focus on Dre. Eminem, like that day. Yeah. Or Day and Age. They play at the Super Bowl. Yeah, the clean stuff. I'm talking like like Slim Shady type. Yeah. You know? That was an era of hip-hop that we'll never get ever again. Like, the fact that people haven't tried to cancel Eminem at least a thousand million fucking times... I'm After sure have, all the things, I don't think you can cancel Eminem. He, he's like yeah. he's like Kanye. Well, Kanye was, but he's not a Nazi. <laughs> <laughs> Let me clarify. Yeah, yeah, okay, fair enough. You have you you hold the great point there. Yeah, 
But Eminem has done some crazy shit, though. You know, he's... I mean, obviously, he's been very vocal about the issues and things uh-huh. he's had to deal with. But, like, a song like... Have you ever heard of Cleaning Out My Closet? Yeah. Very, like, very... Yeah, very... Yeah. And his mom. And, like, it's yeah. very, very, very edgy. And edgy's, like, putting it lightly. <laughs> you know? I don't know. I... That's the kind of music for, like, the monster angry Kyle. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, like, normal civilized Kyle, I can't listen to that sort of stuff. It's yeah. too angry. It's too, like, vulgar. It's too... I mean, it's art, but it's just I, I can't relate. That's like, I have a couple friends that I won't name. That That's usually that what they listen to. Um, what else is going on, Kim? Uh, so little. Yeah, I feel you on that. I feel like this week was slow. I only worked three and a half days. I had my orientation for my uh, internship okay. this week. How'd it go? Oh, it's coming up. Uh, No, it already happened. Oh, okay. Yeah. You showed up sick? Uh, it was over Zoom. pick. Oh, never mind. Yeah. Everything is over Zoom, Kyle. Come on. Where are they? Never mind. I don't want to ask any questions. Uh, Let's keep it private. Uh, more west. Nice. Yeah. But yeah, there was like, I think 200 interns. Wow. Were, not not all of them computer science related. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's just an organization for it. Yeah. Know? I'm assuming it's a larger company. It is. Okay. Wow. So it, let me ask you, is your, I may have asked you this before, but would you, if the experience goes well, would you be willing to? Uh, during Continue. the orientation, they said that uh, they like really care about pushing interns to be go full time within the company. So yeah. if if it's like a position that I like, and that's an excellent way for a company to like shape and mold. Exactly, you know, like you're fresh out of college, you don't know yeah. shit, you know, in terms of how maybe tech companies and media companies work. But yeah, makes sense. And it's especially good in a climate like this because. In, at, with like Google and Twitter Cla- and like all the top companies laying off, they're now applying to smaller, smaller companies where an entry level person like me would be applying to. So who are they going to go ex Google employee or yeah, fresh out yeah. of FAU? Well, I mean, I think there's perks and uh, there's perks of both. You know, there's pros and cons because you know you take a you take someone from Google and they're probably going to be they're coming from a high tech job. They're probably going to be more snobby, more like we didn't do this like Google. Uh-uh. Demand a higher salary. Yeah, so there's like, do I want to pay Cam, the guy fresh out of school, who I can just teach how to do it my way and pay you probably a quarter of what the guy from, you know what I mean? Yeah. Love what the guy from Google is going to be asking for and, and he's probably going to want to do it his own way and if I step on toes, there's going to be great. You know what I mean? Like, there's way, there's way more room for him to just, or not him, but whoever might be training you. I mean, I don't know how the system works. But I'm just yeah. assuming in, you know, my expertise in public. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I see a lot of stuff on LinkedIn these days, um, of Dude, people. I hate LinkedIn. I do too. It's, it's very so fake. It is. It's very weird. It's very like what we're all pretending to be like these professionalized people, and it's like we're not. Like it, this is not at all I, how I, we all. But that's act. the first thing that made me feel like I'm just not cut out for corporate life. I can't. I can't be fake. I mean, I can. <laughs> I was gonna say you definitely can, but like only for so much until I'm like. I mean, Shut your mouth. I got into management in retail and I wanted to kill myself. So, I yeah. mean, if that's anything for you. Like, I even in school, like, we have to do discussion posts and we have to, like, reply to people. And yeah. You got to be like, wow, great observation, random person who I don't care about. And I'm like, it's so, like, I, it's the last thing I'll put off. It's the easiest thing I have to do and it's the that's last so thing awful. I put off to. I, rem- I remember that from my one spring break, or spring break, uh, one um, spring semester. Sp- yeah. Um, or was it spring? 
I can't remember. That was a whole different lifetime ago. Um, yeah, I remember having to do that same thing. They were like, oh, you have to comment on, you have to review five of your peers, yeah. whatever, and you can view them in the whatever the fuck it's called, portal. And I remember, like, I, I have to just make up bullshit to say to this person because I think their project sucked, one, and two, I'm just going to be a good person. The day I finished my last writing class was the greatest day of my life up to this point. You don't like writing? I hate writing. Really? I hate writing so much. I really enjoy it. Then why don't you do my classes for me? Um, I don't know. There's enough money you could pay me. Why wouldn't I do my own classes for me? <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> so my uh, my brother is is doing the old Holston retreat to North Carolina. Oh, okay. where you you uh, you up and move. You find yourself. You find yourself, and then you probably end up back in Florida. <laughs> he's he's on his his journey just began, um, within the last couple of months. Following Big Brother's footsteps. So yeah, he's he'll he'll probably be on that. Uh, we'll call it retreat for a year or two before he realizes that he should move back, or he realizes that North Carolina is really fucking lame, and that's what I realized. Well, he's already got his Publix arc out of the way. Yes, but he was working for Walgreens, quit because he didn't like it, and now he's working for Walgreens again. So one step back, two steps forward. Is that how we would equate that? I'll I don't know. Yeah, he'll be all right. Um, I want to talk about this Mexican cartel story. Ooh, um, I'm not okay. sure if there's been more updated information. I don't think so. I think I would have heard it. Um, so this is a week old information. So if we're a little behind and you, the listener, know about it, sorry. <laughs> um, don't care. Didn't ask. Kim, did you read on this story or no? Is this uh, new to you as well? A little bit. Okay. But a week ago. Um, for those of you who don't know, um, uh, a group of Americans went down to Mexico, as Americans do, seeking uh, medical treatment for whichever might be legal there that isn't legal in the States. And they got kidnapped. Two of them got killed. Two other, two other lived. It's a crazy fucking story. Um, yeah, let's, let's, let's dive into this shit. Um, four Americans were kidnapped by a drug cartel, and two of them were murdered. When they visited the town of Matamoros, Mexico. You know, when I read this story, Cam, I instantly thought of you and the fact that you were dressed in Mexico, like, months ago. Yeah. One month ago? Two months ago? When the fuck was this? Two months ago. January. Uh, one month ago. February. Sure. Um, And it reminded me that we had talked about, like, the cartel and, and all this sort of shit. Yeah. And um, so reading this story, it, it, I instantly, you know, spring break and everybody's going to... Uh, goes away and you know does all these sort of things which I, just, I have the question how do these kids afford to fly to mexico on spring break daddy's money good answer the group were said to have traveled to Matamoros for one of them latavia mcgee to undergo a cosmetic of course it was cosmetic cosmetic me- uh, medical procedure at a clinic in the city her three friends were said to have accompanied her accompanied her to the she was cosmetic surgery on her vacation in mexico no she had gone to mexico to get some sort of cosmetic surgery so I feel like that's already should outsource. Already sounds fishy. What makes it sound even more fishy as to the purpose of their visit was the fact that they went as a group of four when only one of them. Like if I was like, hey Cam, I need to go get stem cells in my knee, I wouldn't be like, grab two other friends. I'd be like, let's I just I would say good luck. <laughs> After reading this fucking story, yeah, I would also say good luck. Um crazy. I uh... <sighs> But of course it was cosmetic. Of course it wasn't like a like life or death thing. Of course it was some sort of... It was probably like a nose job that she just couldn't or afford. Or a tattoo. That counts as cosmetic. Oh, really? I would I would. But, well, so. it says at a clinic. Oh. 
I don't know, unless they're doing tattoo, it wouldn't tattoo surprise cleaning. me. They got like a little parlor downstairs, you know, in the, in the lobby. Get your tattoo while you wait for, <laughs> yeah. you know, your 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 family member to wake up. Um, however, it's been reported that three of the four Americans had convictions for mainly minor drug-related offenses, <laughs> but one was charged with manufacturing, banned na- narcotics with the intent to distribute. So again, very fishy that four people have gone down to Mexico. Um, a letter left with the cartel gunman who had been trussed up and left on the roadside, accused them of acting, quote, under their own decision-making and lack of discipline, end quote, as well as supposedly breaking cartel rules over, quote, protecting the lives of the innocent. So, long story short there, um, they turned in their own gunmen. They turned in their own gunmen, and then they act like they're these moral saints. Also, let's consider the fact that there's like straight up cartel wars going on right now. And um, I had read, I don't know if I have the quote, but I had read one, one of um, whoever in one of our intelligence agencies was like, we're going to look into this very seriously. And, you know, and, and there's more conversation of like um, American diplomats going down to Mexico to speak with um, Mexican leadership and all these sort of things. And I'm like, you guys really think that those fucking people are in charge? Like the cartel own cities in these countries like they run areas if you don't think like in our country that like these politicians don't have people in their back pockets you're insane so to like for, for the idea for uh, you know it's typical like americans to be like oh we're gonna fix this you know what i mean right. it's like you know how we fix this we drop a fucking nuke on the cartel like that's that's the only thing that works right i would be a little wary before we drop a nuke Okay. Um, a very, of- a very friendly missile. Okay. No, very I'm, friendly. I'm cool with that. Yeah, very yeah. friendly. Very friendly. We just close our eyes and we just just start pressing it, right? There's some dude locked up in a closet in in fucking you know probably like I mean, Richmond, Virginia. These days, it's not like you have any moral quandaries. Yeah. Um. That letter that I just read was, uh, or the excerpt, I guess you could say, uh, was from the Scorpions Group, who I've never heard of. Uh, a splinter fraction of the powerful Gulf Cartel. I'm not really up to date on the uh, cartel information these days, but I wouldn't fuck with anybody named Scorpions. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's just um, yeah. The letter points to the strange, misplaced sense of civic duty which many Mexican cartels claim to possess, despite the despite the widespread fear they show through extortion, murder, and kidnapping. Groups like the Gulf Cartel and their rivals, the Sinaloa Sinaloa Cartel profess a twisted code of ethics under which they believe they are looking out for the most vulnerable in Mexican society. I have to add, when the cartels are, once again, acting like they have the moral high ground, we are fucked. We're fucked. They probably do at this point. Now, let me let me just go off an assumption here. Let me just, just riff off an idea. What if, uh-huh. per se, allegedly... They were going down there uh-huh. to meet with the cartel, and they may have poked the bear. That doesn't make sense. Maybe it's just my the cynic <laughs> in me, you know. <laughs> yeah. Considering that they were already having, they were, they already have offenses drug related. Yeah. Like one of them already had one to actually distribute narcotics. No, that's immediately where my mind went to. Because, uh, like, let's be honest, four people in a fucking van. It was a van. That sounds a lot like drug trafficking to me. Uh-huh. Let's fill the tire well up with some marijuana and keep it moving. 
Some Pablo Escobar shit right there. Were the four friends named Walt, Jesse, Gus, and Mike? <laughs> no, I don't think so. Maybe in an alternate universe. Um, yeah, this sort of shit is crazy. Um, I mean, I know that cartels have helped people in need as far as like natural disasters and things like that in their community, but also if you look at it from a business sense, it's going to sound fucked up to say, but they do need to keep an image, a specific nice image, so that Americans continue to come down and either A, go to the medical facilities and get treatment, or B, drug traffic. <laughs> Allegedly. I'm not saying that they did. I'm just putting um, the lines that are on the table together. They may not You're extrapolating line up. details. A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. Just It just sounds a little fishy. A little bit. A little fishy. Um, but yeah, when, when the Mexican cartels are turning in their own people. Now, who's to say if those people are even the ones who did it? Like Those could have just been like random Mexicans like working in a farm. And they're like, yeah, these are guys who did it. Did I show you the picture? No. This is the, the like, they're all, yeah, there's like four, or excuse me, there's five of them just tied up, these these cartel gunmen tied up, uh, left in a truck uh, with a note on its windshield, and basically them saying this is who did it and whatever. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Fucked up, dude. It's really fucked up. I won't be going to Mexico next year. I'm going to be honest. I don't know if I would ever go to Mexico. People who go to Mexico freak me out because I'm like, you have, like, there's something wrong with you. Like, like why would you want to go to, there's nothing wrong with Mexico I'm, in a good sense. But when it comes to this, I'm scared. Did the part of Mexico they went to, like, a touristy area? I have to assume not. There was also people maybe assuming that um, the cartel group that killed them may have confused them with members of another, like, a rival cartel group, which could be true. I mean, who knows? We'll never know the fucking truth. Yeah. Like 95% of the news that we get. Like this is this is how it goes, ready? Something happens, the news says something happens. We never hear about it again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh who was it? Uh JP Morgan got subpoenaed in the Epstein case, but like we have yet to hear any sort of information or details. No, we, we never will. Nope. Angus Lane will be chilling, drinking margaritas in a fucking uh prison. And from a case that wasn't allowed to be televised. And then all of a sudden, Cam, a train gets derailed and there's chemicals in the environment. And even that took three to five days for the news to even be like, oh, by the way, um, yeah, we're fucking up the environment in the Midwest. What up? <laughs> but they're on our side. Oh, they're always on our side. Are you kidding me? That's why I pay my taxes. I wish that there was a state tax in Florida so I can give Ronnie more money. <laughs> so he can take out more books in the curriculum. It's really a shame that we can't give him more money <sighs> can i say something following up on the trump thing say it. i think this is uh do you know what that was in relation to did you did you read anything up on it or no it uh stormy daniels thing yeah 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 so he had basically there's the accusation is that he had paid women off after he had sex he wanted to cover up that story obviously with him running for presidency in the 2016 but i don't know how it's been like reignited as to as to what happened there. But anyways, I do the, think this Dems is... are trying to get him once again so that he can't run for president. Okay, I was getting there. You didn't let me finish my thought. <laughs> but yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. As I think that this is the first like smear campaign that we, we're going to see from, from one side. I mean, I can't... There's no links. That's just me in my own head. Again, it could just be the cynic. A pretty being, efficient one, if I, you ask me. I, I just... It's so easy every single day to wake up and be like, oh, Trump did this or Trump did that. And I'm not sticking up for the guy, but like... How many allegations are going to come up and then like he doesn't get convicted and then we just have, you know what I mean? Like it just, it feels like smear. 
Now, if he like if he did it or he didn't do it, I, I don't fucking know. I don't care. But why are we wasting our time? What the fuck? You got Ronnie Meatball down here doing shit, or so he says. That's what I want to see is that he Ron is playing this like slow game. Let, let the let candle me, burn. Yeah, yeah. Let, let me let me be professional. This could be from Ron. Holy shit, dude! Holy shit, it could be. I didn't even think about that. That'd be pretty sick. It's like, and the Ron and uh, the Debs are hand in hand, working <laughs> together, baby. The swamp. The swamp. They're gonna drain the. Well, they're gonna drain it and then fill it back up. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck! Did you hear about the um the Russian uh fighter jet and the the U.S. Yeah. drone thing? Yeah, that shit's crazy. Those of you who haven't heard. That shit was crazy too. Um, apparently, there was a drone. I forget where it was. Where, where in the world? Uh, it was over the Black Sea. Sure, it was somewhere um, south of Ukraine, but um, Crimea is down there. I don't know what the the water, um, like that body of water, I is think called. It's the Black Sea. Okay, out of the Baltic. I have no idea. Either way, we're not experts. Anyways. Um, U.S. drone uh, was flying, having fun. Russian drone came in and ruined the fun, poured gas on it, you know, drive-bys and shit, you know, oh. a little. And, uh, yeah. And now Russia's apparently going to find that fucking thing. And I, I read that there's, like, it's, like, thousands of feet deep. So they were like, yeah, good luck. <laughs> but apparently this fucking thing costs, like, millions of dollars. It's our taxpayer money right there, Ken. Yeah. The Russians just shit on it. I think they're poking the bear, bro. Dude. They want us to do something. Remember when I said that I was going to join the Air Force? That could have been you flying the drone. That's true. I, I wouldn't have to be in the air. I wonder how that training is. Like, hey, bro, you play video games? Yeah. All right, I got a perfect, <laughs> I got a perfect job for you. you. You start off by playing Pac-Man, and then you slowly yeah. lift your way up to a, yeah. a million-dollar death machine. Yep. Not even a million. I think this one was like 30 million or 20 million or some shit like that. One fucking drone, dude. Gone. Yeah. Just like that. Poof. Isn't that insane? I, I don't even know how I would... If someone were to give me like a billion dollars and they were like, this jet right here, or this drone, excuse me, is 20 million, we'll give it to you. It would never leave the ground. I would... I, I'd be like, thanks, I'm 20 million dollars <laughs> down. Craigslist. <laughs> yeah. I don't even think so. I don't even think you'd get more because you wouldn't be able to like sanction the sale of the jet. I know we're getting into... Craigslist is normally under the table deals anyway. Fair, 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 fair. I mean, how are you... Wait, let's be honest. How are you moving... Uh, $20 million drone. I got a buddy with a truck. He's got, he's got a hitch. The same buddy that I know? Yeah. He doesn't have a truck anymore. So no one. No, different buddy. Oh. Then. Yeah, good luck moving that anywhere in the world without them detecting that. But then again, I mean, who knows, right? Uh, the way the fucking world works. I'm sure Elon's got like 20. You think so? He's got at least one. You think that guy even has security? Oh, for sure. Yeah? Yeah. I can understand that. Be a dinner. He can't be that high profile. Yeah, because yeah. Cause he's always spotted at like dinners and shit. And, and people don't like Fancy him. plays. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think people just don't like that he's successful. That's the truth. I mean, you didn't like Teslas because people were you thought people were better than you. <laughs> yeah, until I own my own Tesla. The next car I own will drive by itself. I guarantee you that. Are you going to- I'm tired of driving. Are you going to code it? No. You're tired of driving. Yeah. It's just because you live in like the worst fucking place in the world. Yeah. Getting anywhere in a timely fashion in that area of where we live is awful. So if I don't have to do it anymore, then... I I'm not even in... Bo I don't think I've been in Bogan weeks, months. I can't even tell you. Yeah. Oh, have Bogan's you... not great either, though. Have you... Well, 
I mean, it's busy, but it's not as congested as I, I would say. Yeah. Um, Boyd is a piece of shit, though. <laughs> what was it? What was my thought? I forget what I was saying. I have no idea. Oh, um, have you been? I know you're not going to campus right now, but have you been down by Glades? Ninety-five. Boca High. Yeah, that Dude, shit show. It's like a plate of spaghetti. It's infuriating. <laughs> I had seen pictures when they had like drawn it up, and then uh, one of the news uh, people around here picked it up, and they wrote an article about it, and they showed like this animation video of it, and I was like, "You want these <laughs> fucking idiots to do that?" And uh, I see, I literally saw it on Twitter that it was it was trending in Boca one time, basically being like, "What is this shit? Like, what? Why yeah. would they do that in the worst area?" I'm sure accidents are up like a thousand percent. Got to be. I mean. That's just Florida in general. Like yeah. we, so many fucking people get into accidents, dude. But like when you have a road going this way, and then it also splits off to that yeah. way, and then you got uh, two roads coming this way. Yeah, it's like we're in we're in fucking uh, Europe for a minute there, which is also a ramp to the interstate. Yeah, and then um, someone was telling me that they're doing some sort of like light like during rush hour, where like when you go down that glades ramp, there's going to be a light there telling you whether or not you can go. And I was like, that sounds awful. That sounds like nothing but congestion. Uh-huh. Because even if it is backed up, you're expecting people to be civilized in an uncivilized society of being like, go ahead, go in front of me. When we live in the area of, go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah. You know? This is I where was... retired northerners go to die. Yeah. I hope I don't die here, bro. Maybe a sad I'll ending. I'll kill you here. <laughs> oh, Jesus, dude. Why do you guys do like, that? I'll make sure you die here. I don't, I don't, ugh. If you could die anywhere in the world, where would be like your preference? I'm thinking like an island, dude. Like, take me to go talk to those um that pr- the private um those uh the the native tribe on one of those islands. What do they like, fuck? I the can't un- think of the name. Uncontacted. Yeah, like the uncontacted tribe yeah. in the middle of nowhere on one of those islands. Let them eat you. Let me. Yeah, yeah. At least I you know go somewhere. I, I recycle. Agree with you on that one. Like it's gonna hurt. It's gonna be a painful death because they have like yeah. ways of killing me from like the 1850s. It'd I'm probably sure. cook you alive. Oh, definitely. No, no, I think they would definitely kill me in the most preservative way so they could get the most meat off my body uh-huh. and then roast me like a pig. I like that, dude. <laughs> you just wake up, you're just like, you're just getting spun. Some Kyle bacon. <laughs> I'm telling you, bro. Yeah, no, I think, so I definitely want to be eaten. I don't know if by people or by animal. Yeah, like you, your your body would be, you know, nutrating yeah. the... Put it back into the ecosystem. Yeah. I don't know what it would do with like, is this fucking human? What the fuck? I think I want to die falling. Like that go, is go skydiving without an a awful no way. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be able to get myself to that point. I feel like it. It would be instant death. Oh, for sure. You'd go splat. But like, yeah. good luck to whoever has to clean but that like up. over a body of water. Because you'll you'll die over a body of water anyway. Surface tension. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, like the ocean's like concrete. Like go skydiving over shark infested waters. Damn, you want to get. Damn. Okay. I'll already be dead. You see, like, my thing is that I would be in, like, the like the point zero 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 one percent that survives the impact, <laughs> and then I'm getting ripped apart by sharks, and I, I'm still conscious. But I feel like the impact will still mess up your nervous system enough where you won't feel anything. Fair. Fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, depending on how high you are, if you're going out of a plane, you're you're, you're probably fucked. Yeah. You're, you're probably Well, the, I don't know what terminal velocity is for a human, but... I, I don't. It's too high up. I'm not the math guy for that one. Yeah, that's fair. But if you look at like the people who jumped out of um, the World Trade Center buildings, some of them died before they even landed. Yeah, you just go into like the shock. Yeah, I imagine it would feel great for a second, 
But also, I mean, depending on how high you are, you have like time to kind of soak in the view. The, the one last view. Yeah. It would probably be traumatic for my family watching because I would demand them to watch. You're fucked up, dude. <laughs> You're fucked up. That's so fucked up. I would never. No, I wouldn't be able to do that. But I, I think if I, I was put in a position where it was like, you either die or you just kill yourself. I think I'd want to put it in my I don't want to live past 60. Really? Maybe 65. I hope I'm the guy at like 70 who's like still, you know, getting it on. As soon as I start getting like knee pain or perpetual chronic back pain, that's like. Dude, that's I, like 40. I've lived long enough. You're fucked at 40, dude. I'm good at dying at 40. You just got to keep yourself moving, though. That's what everybody says, you know? Most of the people that, like, my grandparents, who, um, they work their whole lives. They're still in great shape, you know what I mean? They're My grandpa's going to be 66. My grandma's, like, 73, like, or 74, excuse me. Um, like, they're in great shape. They can get up and go do whatever they want, yeah. you know what I mean? It's when you go to 50 and then you retire because you're rich as fuck and then you don't do anything and your bones just go, eh, and then, you know, the gravity just squeezes you like a fucking jelly bean. All I want is to travel the world at least once and get at least one kid at college. Then I'm like, do whatever you want. What about the other ones? Yeah. How many kids do you want? As many as my wife wants. That's a good answer. See, me and Tiana have that conversation too, but it's typically her saying like two and me like five. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I don't think I actually want five kids, but I think... Just tell her you got a vasectomy. <laughs> That's fucked. I think that if we had the money and like... There was no stress. Why not keep popping out kids? Yeah. Like, let's populate the earth, baby. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, kn I knew you thought more like Zach than you let on. No, because here's the thing. It's like I say all this stuff, and then I hang out with my little cousin for like five minutes. <laughs> and I just want to like, <laughs> you know? So I say it now. Like, at 24, it sounds fun. Like, I used to say, oh, by like 25, 26, I want kids. But if that were to happen right now, Kim, I, I would have to disappear for a long time. I'd go link yeah. up with our boy, Jeffrey. I was with a friend a couple weeks ago, and uh, we were around some kids, and they were they were being kids. And she was like, you know, I used to say that I want at least one of each boy and a girl. Now I'm not sure I want either. I do think that there is, you know, when it's your flesh and it's your family, it's different, I think. Yeah. But even then, I, I still am going to like- It definitely is. But me and Tiana are gonna have to like have to, like have shift breaks. You know what I mean? It's like I I I want to kill him. Can you please take over? <laughs> you know what I mean? Because it's not easy. I'm sure you know. I I've had to babysit, and and those were easier. But when it's yours and it's your responsibility, and like you said, you have to get this kid to college one day. Hopefully, he's like me. He's like anti establishment. He's like, oh, fuck the universities. I'm not giving them my fucking money. Um, or maybe he's like you, and he gets ten thousand scholarships and a trust fund. <laughs> Two scholarships. <laughs> Put you on the spot there. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't even know, dude. I think three max. Three max. I do want twins, though. There is a high... <laughs> yeah. There is a really big part of me that hopes. Your siblings got you into that? I don't know about getting me into that, but by having twin siblings, yes, it does. It, there's a special... So you want the oldest sibling to have a lot of fun? Yeah. Yeah. To observe yeah. The I want. I want to be... I want to be strict on the, um, the oldest, because that's... I was... I was parented very strictly. Well, not very strictly, I guess, in comparison to some people. Um, was that a booger? No, you're good. Oh, okay. um, but, I mean, like, here's a big one, right? Because you're a part of the church. Are you going to put your kid in the church? Probably. Yeah? Yeah, I don't see why not. I'm conflicted on that. I'm like very conflicted. The last I had, time we talked about this, you said that you were. Yeah, but now I'm conflicted. It's like a different 
you know, the more you get older, the more you, like your perspective changes. Yeah. I think it's, I only have one experience, right? So my only perspective is based on what I've seen and what I've done. Now I had a lot of great, something bad. It doesn't neglect all the fun things that, um, you know, because I did those things for God. I didn't do those things for people or friends or whatever. Right. But I think my perspective is changing in, in a little more of a sense of like, I don't want people to tell my kid like what's yay or nay. I want you to offer them the path. You know what I mean? So yeah. I am a Christian. I believe in God. I believe in Jesus. I believe he died for our sins. I would teach that to my kids. But I don't know if there's a part of me that like wants my children to go into these environments of what are sometimes opinionated. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. In terms of how to live life, how society is supposed to function and things like that. So the more I think about it, the more I become conflicted. But I know there's also a part of me that's like, yeah, it's easier just to go listen to your fucking professor. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I'm exploring uh, the whole angle here. My idea has always been I'm going to have them go until they're old enough to decide what they want to do on their own Wednesday nights or whatever. You know, whatever. you say that, and I had that same experience. Well, kind of. I had wanted to go once I became, once I understood what, what the uh, establishment is, what the church is actually meant for, mm-hmm. and, and learning actual scripture and you know, not all the mumbo-jumbo that's out there. But I had to be forced to go into that. And then I fell in love with it. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, that's different for me because I was never forced. I think you just wanted to get out of the house. Yeah. No, but I do think it starts like that. You just want to get out of the house. You want to see your friends. And then I think it eventually evolves into, like, my second mission trip to Nicaragua. That's when, like, I felt, like, um, the most Christian. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like... I felt super in touch with my faith at that time. Yeah. But then it all just goes downhill. <laughs> I, I do, like, I remember, um, maybe it was Zach, maybe it was somebody else, but basically that said that, like, from 18 to, like, 22, um, the the um, the the average age attendance or some shit like that is, like, super down for kids in college. Yeah. And then I got into that age group, and I was like, oh, shit, I, can, I understand. Because you enter the world, and then you can start to, like, kind of, pick and choose what the fuck you want to do and where you want to put your time and things like that. Yeah. And then once you realize how full of baloney some of sometimes what the religion comes with, you kind of go, okay, let me just sleep in on Sundays, you know? But I respect people like you who are absolutely committed and you feel called and you feel, um, I, I, cause I told you about this one, uh, the last time I went to camp as the leader, mm-hmm. uh, and I was talking with our pastor and whatever, like for almost everything that the guest speaker they had that week was talking about, he was like, I don't agree with that. <laughs> no, that's not right. That's you what know? I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Like we were blessed to have Pastor Russell, someone who's very smart, intellectual, will read, will study. You know, obviously, you know, he was a lawyer. He's he's a great figure, someone you could really look up to. But that's not how it is everywhere. Yeah. So that's why I say, like, my perspective is altered or kind of skewered in a specific way because I realized how good I had it. But I had gone to Catholic Church, and I hated it. I had gone to other Presbyterian churches, hated it. So I think it's like this timing thing as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think... Whatever decision you land on will ultimately decide on what church you find wherever you settle down. But I don't know if I like I, I don't know if I I'm young still, so I guess like I don't know what's gonna happen in ten years. Yeah. But you know, right now I don't feel compelled to go to church based off of my previous experiences. So I just have no. Again, I'm a Christian. I believe in God. I believe in Jesus. The whole nine yards. But there is a part of me that feels like there's this like. 
here's a perfect example. Every you know the the old old saying of like everybody puts on their church mask when they go to church mm-hmm. and then they go home and they take it off, right? You do all your fucked up shit from um monday to saturday and then on sunday it's the lord's day and you repent for your sins and like that's how you know people go to um what do they call it when you talk to Uh, a confession confession yeah which is completely made up but that's a whole different story um there's just a part of me that's like i don't know if i'll ever go back to church again like you said everything's remote i could just watch (laughs) like steven furtick on my fucking youtube channel you can watch our church we we live stream don't put me on the spot cam don't put me on spot. I'm the one who was last stream. I'll know if you're there or not. I will t- I'll, p- I'll tell Pastor Russell um, if I ever see him again that you have never invited me to church. I have. That's the crazy part. <laughs> I don't you think you have. To him. I no, I don't think so. Have. When have you? Because uh, we were talking about. Uh, I'm too. I'm too fucked up now, dude. I yeah. can't. I I told you that Lucas said hi, and he was like, I, "Yeah, uh, Brazilian." You probably shouldn't say names. Yeah, well, you know, you forced my hand. I didn't, though. You did, because you're trying to say that I never invited you to church. Okay, I don't remember that. My apologies. Oh, well. I still feel like I'm right, though. No, probably. I don't remember, though. I feel like if any of my friends were to invite me back there. would you like to come to church with me tomorrow? No. Didn't think so. (laughs) I have plans that are yet to be instilled in my schedule, but there will be plans. But, again, my, like, I don't not want to go to church just because I don't want to sleep in or not or just because like, I've driven you know? to church from Boynton I think two or three times I don't blame you well even if I like I got invited uh, by my buddy Connor to go to a different place up in like Lake Worth and even then I was like very hesitant and I didn't do it because I was just like I uh, something feels like I just don't feel compelled to, to go you know what I mean that's your sinful nature probably we need to work on that no now. you're probably right I, I do, I, I'm not perfect, I'm a sinner, I fuck up, you know. I, uh, As is everybody else. Yeah. Um, but here's the thing is that I'm open and I'm honest and I'm me. Whereas when you, I'm not calling anybody out, okay? But there's just, I don't like this idea of getting dressed up and pretend for four hours that we're like these, because I used to do that. I used to be that 16, 17 year old who would act like I didn't curse when I left church or didn't I acted like I didn't do stupid shit, you know what I mean? Then don't go for other people. Go for yourself. No, but no, no, no. You're missing the point. I'm just saying that, like, I I did all of that. So to see these things makes me feel sick. I'm just okay. like, ugh. Why can't we just live? I mean, I know why. But in my head, I'm like, why can't we just be like, yeah, we're all shitty people. We're all fucked up. But we're here to at least follow into the light, you know? Like, yeah, we fuck up. Yeah, we make. But it's not like that. Right? Mm-hmm. We all get dressed up. We put a splash of cologne on. We look pretty. We shave. We do our hair. We wear our red FAU shirts. And, you know, we go to the tech booth and we do our thing. And we serve the Lord. But I know deep down inside of a lot of people that are involved, including yourself, I'm sure that there's like this internal conflict of, um, like, like what is this about? You know what I mean? Yeah. You're going to live your whole, I'm not questioning anything that you do. So don't take it that way. But you're gonna live your you're gonna live your whole life serving, right? One thing that I always loved was 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 when churches were like you're serving, and I'm like, no, you're just not paying us for our services. But that's okay, you know. It just it's free volunteer. That's how churches work. It is what it is. Um, but you're gonna live your whole life serving, and then what happens if like that's it? You're a fucking fly now in the next life. You know what I mean? I feel like it's something that if it's something that you enjoy doing, then. Where's the loss? That's such a such a uh, uh, professional Christian answer. <laughs> it, where's the loss? No, I'm not saying there's any loss. I'm just saying like 
there has to be people who are also like internalizing these these ideas and thoughts of like what is life like what is life really you know what i mean like again i am a christian i'll say for the third i'm a christian i believe in these things but there's also i'm very open and honest in in being like what if we're lied to like what if the history that we're being told is not real what if it's a, a you know like look at the egyptians right mm-hmm. like a lot of those a lot of this, the history you learn about the egyptians and how they um how they ran their empires like a lot of that was actually it turns out it was not correct and it's been like history has been changed to try and line up with actually what actually happened you know what i mean like graham um, graham um hancock is his name he did a bunch of studies of this sort of shit and like back in the 90s they were like no you're wrong like you're wrong for speaking out and then come find out like you know years later that he was actually right so anyways what i'm saying is like what if the bible was kind of like you know turned to a thousand degrees it's like this is what you're allowed this is the only way you're allowed to live this is the only way you're a good person you know what i mean mm-hmm. like do you think that every single piece of scripture that's been um um translated has been 100% accurate to maybe like the first rendition of the Bible. Let's just say, quote unquote, because I know it's different books in one. Right. But like, you ever have that sort of like internal conflict of like, uh, just play with the idea. You know what yeah. I mean? No, for sure. Because I believe, but there's also like, you can't act like, you know what I mean? There, I, I'm not one to not have questions. Yeah. I'll always be like, this doesn't make sense or this is weird. Mm-hmm. But I also go to a church where if those questions come up, I'm not afraid to like ask Russell, yeah. hey, what's this all about? And yeah. he normally has a good answer for it. Yeah. I can understand that. I think there's been a lot of stories that I've learned in the Bible where I go, what? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like when you, if you were like a, a 12-year-old reading like the Noah's Ark um, story, right? You're probably going to be like, what the fuck? Really? The whole earth just flooded him? And like one of every, or, or uh, one of uh, male and female of every species, or whatever, fit on this giant wooden boat that was created in God knows what year. Well, God right? does know what year. BC, right? Like, I don't know. I mean, what what, what was his name? Um, that movie, uh, Evan Almighty. Uh-huh. Like he did it, right? <laughs> but he had like cranes and shit. I don't know. Anyways, the point of what I'm trying to say is like there is um, when it comes to introducing my children and my family to also follow a life of or for Christ. I have questions. I have different perspectives, experiences where I'm like, oh, man, I I want to offer to them. But like you said, I don't want to shove it down their throat because I think that a lot of Christianity is shoved down their fo- throat. And we haven't even talked about like the hypocrisy of well, I guess we kind of touched on the hypocrisy surrounding the Christian faith and belief. Now, the Christians that I have known in my life have we all kind of live a private you know a little bit we'll be like well maybe we shouldn't share that to everyone in the church um so there is a little bit of hypocrisy but i just wish like for example when i would never want a mission trip with you but i'm sure that you can attest to this is what when you're on that you feel so close to your faith you feel so like the people around you like you're in this this beautiful group of people who are being honest and open and communicative about what they're going through, um, what their where their relationship with God is, and all these like beautiful things, and then, you know, after these trips, you'd come back to the U.S. and then we'd all kind of just fall right back into society. That always bothered me because I was like, we were like this huge tight knit group, and now I feel like it's weird That's to what, like one be of the open. Biggest thing Zach Zach has talked about. Yes. Yeah. But who steers the ship? You know what I mean? Yeah. So. 
I know it's hard to bring that sort of energy back and get people on the same wavelength as once part, but in my personal experience, I always felt like we had this like beautiful moment for like us 15 people, right? We have this forever um, memory. Mm-hmm. And then you kind of come back and again, you kind of just keep on living. You know what I mean? You kind of just fall back in line and yeah, you just resume life almost. You know what I mean? That's what it feels like. You pause yeah. and you, you come back and it resumes. No, I, I definitely feel that. Yeah. Or have felt that. That's why I feel like a lot of my friendships, I became closer with people that I went on mission trips with. And then when we would always come back, I'm like, ooh, am I, should I share that sort of stuff that I'm struggling? Or should I be open about what's going on at home? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you have, like, this internal conflict because now you're back in Boca Raton, Cameron. And, like, we're all fucked up and we're all, like, want to live rich and it's the environment we live in. And we, you know, we just, we came from driving, my experience, not your experience, driving a fucking bus an hour and a half to go see these kids who live in a dump. And now there's a Mercedes at every single uh, red light. You know, it's like this weird culture shock. We come back and then, you know, you would think that the people that molded together would continue to be molded. But their environment doesn't really allow that because, again, you just got to come back and you proceed with life as it was a week ago you know now i don't know if that's your perspective that's just my personal stuff you know um so i don't know i don't know how we got into this conversation to be honest with you, but, <laughs> um i don't know what are your thoughts what do you what, do you feel like i'm hitting on points you feel like there's quite you feel like it, you can answer my questions i feel like it's different for me because like you said how the tight-knit people that you got close with on that trip like once you get back it kind of i, I wouldn't say fall apart but like you got back to life, you got back to your normal friend groups and all that stuff. When we got back from our Guatemala trip, pretty much almost everyone there, uh, plus some others that like were friends with through church, like did form like a tighter, closer friend group that we hung out a lot Mm -hmm. all the time outside of church. So, and I feel like that's also where my faith grew stronger because I was always surrounded by people I didn't have to be a hypocrite because I was always surrounded by people who I would be with on Wednesday and Sunday. Yeah, holding you accountable. Yeah, exactly. For for living it. So that's probably where I was able to hold on to it stronger because I had that support group. That's definitely fair. Definitely fair. Um, Yeah, having... Yeah, yeah. No, that's... that's, I'm I'm glad you said that because it's an entirely different perspective of like... Whereas uh, my how I explained it, and then you know you kind of came back, and because you were surrounded by the people, even though the environment doesn't shouldn't allow, or sometimes doesn't allow, mm-hmm. because you're surrounded by you know what what's the famous saying like you're you're a mix of your five closest friends or some shit like that, where you know whoever you're spending time with is typically how your personality gets molded and how you, your outlook of life and your opinions and whatever. Walk with the so wise, huge. Kyle, for a pack of fools suffer harm. That's deep. That's Proverbs. That's deep. Wait, we're not doing our, our shit until after the episode. Save it. That's a... Bo- that, that's... <laughs> the only that, times, that's not Khaled. The only times... I, I'll be honest. The only times I actually go into uh, reading the Bible in terms of like figuring out information is when somebody says, like, oh, God says blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, nah, I don't know. So I go and look, and of course, they didn't say that. Or yeah. the Bible doesn't say that God said that or insisted that or any of the above. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, there's um I think there's also like a um how would you say that? Like a like a rift between me and in my commitment to faith in a sense because of my perspectives and my experiences. Mm-hmm. Um and I've talked to other people that have been very much involved in what I've been involved in and they 
sometimes agree or sometimes like you don't agree now i don't know because that, that i never went to that mission trip so where did you go again guatemala. guatemala yeah um but i also think that like did you guys have riverside kids with you two of them oh nah. yeah mm. which i i i mean probably because i never went to nicaragua but i never connected with the riverside people so i was like eh, whatever you didn't miss out on anything my friend <laughs> but <laughs> from, from when the stories i heard <laughs> I think, uh, I don't know, I think maybe, I never thought about this, but maybe I just kind of put my thumb on it. Maybe having outsiders be a part of your group kind of kind of plays into, um, uh, the group's functionality, if that makes sense. When you put, when you implement new people into the group and, you know, okay, we, you know, you know who the, the main group was yeah, of our church. Yeah, yeah. You understand what I'm, what I'm talking about. But when you implement these new, these new characters into the episodes, right, you get different storylines. You get different. So I think that like when we were, when we were like meeting with a different group, you become super comfortable with sharing like uncomfortable things. And then you come home and those people aren't there. And now it's up to the, let's say like the six oldest kids in the group to kind of hold um, the group to the specific, not standard, but like you said, you had friends who kept you accountable. Correct. Yeah. And you know, maybe, maybe my group at that time didn't do a great job of that. Maybe we could have been better instead of me being like, Oh, like, Oh, maybe Zach didn't do a great job of that. Maybe we could have done a better job. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Um, so who knows? I don't know. That's why I say like, it's good to have conversations like this. Cause you kind of, you kind of openly think out loud. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, I don't know. So you think you would you put your kids in? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. And then like by thirteen or fourteen, be like, all right, if you don't want to go anymore, that sounds right. Yeah, like late middle school, maybe maybe freshman year. Fair. Probably closer to late middle school. I think by then though, because I had first gotten like gotten really involved in church in like sixth grade, probably fifth grade maybe, and then once I was pulled into youth group not like little kids anymore once i was pulled into youth group you start hanging out with older kids it's more fun you're doing way more that's when you get sucked in yeah and that was what happened with me is that i hated it i didn't want to go i didn't want to hang out with kids that were younger than me like i didn't want to hang out with these little i didn't want to sing you know songs <laughs> and you know paint and stuff like that i just felt like i was too old for it yeah. so when i hang up well i was hanging out with you know the older kids you know you know who i'm talking about it's a lot more fun it's a lot more chill laid back you can do more stupid stuff yeah um yeah, because I, I never went through children's ministry, so I have no idea what that was like. Yeah. It's a whole different world, bro. I, I'd i imagine. <laughs> but when you're a little kid, you don't know the difference. Yeah. But I think once I got pulled into you, like once I got the promotion to, you know, that's when I was like, oh, I can come here every Wednesday. <laughs> sure. You know what I mean? So I think that's definitely a, a big part of growing up with or without faith. Is, faith, not faith. Faith is who are your surroundings. Yeah. Right. Obviously, I had Matt. Like me and Matt were, you know, he was a little bit more quiet. I was the more outgoing one. And then, you know, you have like this buddy that you know you kind of just stick with as you go up the ranks. Right. Um. So it makes it easier. You have someone, and you obviously you make more friends. And you know, you finally came, which still shocks me. Um, shocks me too. Because I know why your brother went, right? But why you went confused me because i was like why are you here you know what i mean but then obviously you know you had friends and you have your brother and everybody loves you because you're alex brother and then you yeah. everybody loves you because you're cam and you grow up and you become your own person you know you were very quiet I'm back president. then true you were very quiet back then that's yeah. why i say that is like you were 
kind of like my brother was kind of like in my shadow. You were also kind of like, let me just be quiet. Kyle can deal with yeah all the f- fucking. There's also like a fish out of water situation. Like it's yeah, a very new environment for me. Yeah, never been to church beforehand. Really? Well, yeah, I guess that makes sense because you're you're an original upbringing. Yeah. Do you does it does it make you feel weird that you were like once. Like when you grew up as a Jewish kid, were you studying I, I anything? I never grew up. As oh, okay. Ju- my brother okay, so went to just... Hebrew school for like a year, I think. Okay, okay, and then okay. He came home speaking Hebrew, and my mom was like, <laughs> "Oh, get the devil <laughs> out of my Oh my gosh! Oh, here's a good question for you. Do you think that like the language of tongues is like a real thing? I think that just means speaking different languages. Have you heard someone speak tongues in front of you? I know you guys have in Nicaragua. Very weird. Yeah. But I think that's quite the moment. I think it's a little. We're all just like, (laughs) what the fuck is going on right now? (laughs) It is. It is. It's a. It's a little bit of like a. I think he's just saying gibberish. I don't think he's actually saying anything. But there's also like they say it's the uh, God's language. Is that what they say? Something like that. Something like that. Yeah. That freaks me out because I'm like, yo, dude, this dude, like, I'm just waiting for the. (laughs) I don't know. I was freaked out. Definitely a little culture shocked. And then you know they pray over you. At least in Nicaragua. Did you guys also get prayed over in Guatemala? Not in the same way. Fair. Oh, okay. I see. Interesting. You missed out, man. I really wish you could have experienced that trip. Yeah. I know I'll, I always I'll say it. I'm sorry. Machine, I'll go back. Yeah, I know I always say it. I'm sorry. Those are just like... Uh, <laughs> it was just, just great trips, bro. Just great trips. Great people. All the above. Those are um those are like lifelong memories. You yeah. know what I mean? I'm sure like Guatemala is as well. Do you remember much from Clarkson? I remember a fairly decent amount. Yeah? Yeah. I don't remember shit. I remember watching well, You only went one year, right? Yeah. I only went. Oh, okay. I'd say I'd want to go for more amount of time, but I think it was more fun watching Matt Gaffey blow air into his butthole and then blow it back out than actually like any of the other stuff that we did. So <laughs> That's a real. I'm not even. I'm not even. I'm not even kidding. Anybody listening out there? I'm sure Alec. I'm sure you know too. Alec, don't tell him that I said that though. Thank he works you. at a company, man. <laughs> I could definitely cut it out. Oh, um, dude. Um, I remember because well, I can't say that. That's weird. Um, but me and Alex were in the room and it was dark and there were other people. And we saw a figure doing something and it sounded like what I just described. And yeah, anyways. <laughs> were oh, you there i don't want to put it i don't want to put them on blast never mind. that's enough um you gotta tell me after i will i will i i'm sure you've heard the story i probably have i'll say i'll tell you after just remind me okay i'll forget um what you, let's change gears a little bit let's get a little off the the faith religion path you want to talk about slurs okay i didn't do any and i think that maybe you should not do it either <laughs> after thinking about it and playing around with the idea in my head and how i'm gonna make this look as vanilla as possible i don't think i can never be daniel tosh we'll never be eric andre no because those are like that's who they are and we're not that edgy i could be yeah but you you like to get close to the fire you don't like to burn can i share one sure and if you feel like it's too much i'll cut it out i they they're really not that much okay just one your best one that's it yeah but use it in like a Presented in a nice way. Like, not a nice way, but presented in the way you yeah. use it. You're acting like a real blow hogger right now. <laughs> what? Blow hogger. Blow hogger. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'd be a little offended. Can you give me a definition? No. Yikes. Is this a real slur? No. Okay. okay no, okay. all of them I came up with myself. You're acting like a real blowhogger. Yeah. I hope that's not like a slang in 20 years and they come back to this moment. Well, blow is a uh, slang word. Sure. Which was coincidental at the time that I made the... Uh, so you up. sat and you actually brainstormed this? Yeah. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I, I did... I was sitting on the beach today... And we were texting about it, and I was just like, I don't think we can no, do No, it's this. 100% a terrible idea. Yeah. It was, like, fun when it was, like, 11 p.m., and I was like, <laughs> okay, we should do this. But then I thought about it when I actually had to think about what I was going to say, and I was like, you know what? Maybe, you know, we can't – maybe I shouldn't say yes to everything that I had come up with. You know, maybe I need to, like, kind of – So you told me I needed to start bringing some ideas to the table. This one was a real rough one. In a different <laughs> universe where we're more edgy and a little more, you know, in a less woke world, maybe. I think we're not giving... A, okay, so basically, uh, Tosh.0 did this thing. It was like, uh, is what I'm saying a racist? And he was just literally making up and throwing together different words. You know, like he called someone an apple picker. And yeah. this lady was offended. And he said, um, spoon face. And this Asian lady was like, I feel offended. And like, it was just like stupid stuff like that. Water and so, so yeah, so like that was the stuff that we were going to come up with as well, but... Uh, clearly we had to put the axe down. Big old, I understand. Big old fucking axe on that one. Um, what are your thoughts on this? This, I mean, maybe you don't know about it, but this new TikTok versus the United States development. I did hear something about that. I just think it's funny how Trump tried doing this when he was president, and yeah. it was terrible. Yep. Now Biden's doing it. Pretty good idea. But the Dems are amazing people, Cameron. You're right. They're obviously looking out for our national security. Clearly. Clearly. Yeah. Not like Meta or Twitter or any of the other social medias aren't selling, yeah. also selling our information to overseas for a profit. Oh, now, I mean, what are our options now? Instagram Reels, YouTube Shorts, Facebook I, probably has something. Twitter's I was probably going to develop something. I was reading these comments. I think Spotify is developing something. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Like a timeline. Yeah. Um, I was reading something that was like, oh, like if, if TikTok, I was reading TikTok comments. Basically saying that, oh, if they force us to use any of the American ones, we're not going to use it. And I was like, yeah, okay. You got to get your dope the only difference, the only, yeah, <laughs> The only difference in this is that we would just have to be like, reels would actually be three months on time and not three months behind <laughs> of when I'm seeing a TikTok. That happens all the time. I'll get it in like my, um, what is that page called? Explore page? All the time. Whenever I go to search something, I'm like, I saw that TikTok like five months ago. Why is that on here? And typically it's like sports related or some shit. That's my only, my sport page is literally just sports, shoes, and golf right now. That is yeah. it. Well, I tell you what, since we did that uh, no social media thing, mm -hmm. I still haven't redownloaded TikTok. You're a better man than me, sir. But I used YouTube shorts. I yeah, used so it's like the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I texted to you. I'm like, oh, well, you have to check in. You <laughs> yeah. just watch this. If not, whatever. Does it just take you to like a Safari URL? Uh, yeah. That's awful. It's very annoying. Their their web-based stuff is so bad. Yeah. Um, but anyways, for those of you who don't know what's going on, um, the White House has openly said that they're opposing TikTok. They want to ban TikTok along with a lot of people who are trying to push for legislation in our our government. They're, they're trying to pass shit that... Um, they're just waiting on the president, I guess, to just pass an executive order in a sense. But I guarantee you it's not going to be that easy. And I guarantee you it's going to end up going to a Supreme Court and it's going to get worked through. And it's going to be like, oh, well... Like, there's a part of me that thinks, like, you can't... You can't... How can you prove that is a national security threat besides the fact that it's a Chinese app? 
I think the only way you could is by being able to physically see where the data is going. But couldn't we just, like, if, okay, for example, if American companies were doing the same thing that TikTok is doing, which, by the way, they are. okay because they're American. True. But if I were, if someone were to present that in a court of law in front of the Supreme Court, I get this weird feeling that, like, it would would be one of those things where it's like, we can't make this decision. Uh, The states have to make a decision on this. Like, you know, multiple other issues that we face in this country. Uh, It might be different domestic versus foreign. That's why I asked the question of, like, how can you prove that our data is being used in a negative way? Like, what is the national security threat? Just that our data is being archived by China? Like, yeah, Meta's doing that and then selling it off. Or, like, you know, I was reading articles of the government themselves doing that sort of shit. Yeah. And, in fact, the government buys our, buys data from these companies so that they know what the fuck we're up to. <laughs> so that's why I don't understand how, like, uh, the speaker was, um, I can't think of her name. The the White House speaker had come oh. up. Uh What's her name? I don't know. Like yeah. some, something French. Oh, geez. Like Baptist Pierre or something like that. <laughs> I have no idea. Um, and she was talking about how it's a national security threat and all this and that. And then there was another governor and senator that was like, kids are spending up to 90 minutes a day on this. And I was like, 90 minutes? That's a good day. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, are you kidding me? That's lowballing it. And here's here are my, my actual thoughts on this. I mean, I've, I've clarified many times in this podcast. I think that it's just like smoke. I think it's all bullshit. I think it's the fact that they aren't able to force these companies' hands, or in this case, TikTok. You can't, what are they going to do? Tell, like, sorry, China. Like, China basically runs. Like, the state of China pretty much runs. Yeah. All of their stuff. Um, Which is, makes sense. I mean, fucking communist country. I mean, what the fuck do I do? Anyways, um, my thoughts are basically that I think that it's a smokescreen. I think it's all bullshit. I think it's just the fact that they can't control the narrative on these sites. I think that... I mean, we found out many times, Twitter files and Facebook. I mean, Mark Zuckerberg fucking publicly on the biggest podcast in the world openly admitted that the FBI and other intelligence agencies were contacting him for information based on various things. Or the White House was trying to suppress information based on whatever allegation was happening for whichever uh, White House. Because, you know, it's like, oh, you know, the... I've heard arguments of people saying, like, oh, the only the Democrats do that, or only the Republicans do. It's like, no, Trump was also doing that. Like, Trump was also very much involved in, you know, uh, he's a crybaby too. Let's not pretend like he didn't read mean tweets and be like, all right, you got to get fucking banned. Elon, ban him. That's what it would be now, not back then. But again, I think it's all bullshit. I think it's just a matter of control. Because there's a lot of shit on TikTok that I see where I'm like, yeah, this shit's definitely getting suppressed on Twitter. Or yeah. it's definitely getting suppressed on Facebook. Which is, again, why I, I we come back to the elon and twitter it's like i think that it's it is important now in a perfect world hopefully he follows through on his promise of yeah twitter's a shit show right now but i do hope that there's it becomes a platform of you know you can say what you want to say and if you get canceled you get canceled i i would like that world right shouldn't people be allowed to say stupid stuff and us be like yeah you're stupid that's the world i i like doing that i like calling people stupid for being stupid i think we'd eliminate like so many people who have platforms if we just be like okay you can say whatever you want. Go ahead. I think we'd lose a lot of people. Like, um, did you see uh, what Tucker Carlson said about Donald Trump? I think so. Yeah, he was like, "Thank God, this is almost over." Yeah. And then there's a there's a I saw it today that there's a someone paid for a truck with screens on it with the excerpts of those texts <laughs> driving in circles around Mar-a-Lago. That's funny. Yeah, that guy whoever's driving that's gonna go missing. But what can you do? Better him than me. Well, hopefully he can keep running until Tuesday and then he's fine. <laughs> Yeah, so this this TikTok thing, man. I 
it is weird. I think this is the closest we've gotten for it to actually like get banned. Like Trump tried, obviously didn't work, but I think this is because the Dems are great, you know? They don't they don't fuck up. They don't do anything bad. You know, they don't interfere with other elections in other countries and stuff. No. Never. Never. I dare you even make a joke about that. What are your thoughts on TikTok, though? Like, I, I don't understand it. I don't get it. It's Again, it seems like bullshit. It's just like more bullshit that they're like, I we got to we gotta ban this. The kids are, um, you know, the kids are fucked up. If we didn't have like every other American-made social media company doing the same thing, I would say it's probably good, but... It's not. It's, it's, what, what do they say? Um, you know, like right wing, left wing, one bird. You know what I mean? Like it's all interconnected in a sense of, like, for example, Facebook came out this week or last week, whenever it was. I read a, an article that said that Facebook paid a right wing media company, marketing media company, who is basically, the job is to smear or, you know, put out hit pieces or uh-huh. whatever, influence politics. Um, they paid this company to create TikTok hit pieces and to push more money into lobbying senators and governors and all these people in the House and in the Senate to oppose TikTok and to oppose all these sort of things. It's like, Marky Mark, what are we doing? What are we doing here, Mark? I would, I'm interested to see like what happens. This is another moment in our country where it's like... I, like I do feel like the, it's... Because TikTok has... Headquarters, not headquarters, but they have like their company is also in the United States. So how would you handle this? I don't understand. Well, it. I know Congress is talking to the CEO of ByteDance. I think this week is that the uh, Chinese president? That, that's who owns TikTok, <laughs> Chinese company. Yeah, no, I know, I know that. But I was just making a joke saying that are they meeting the, the Chinese president? Is that what's happening? <laughs> that's interesting. Is that happening in the United States? Yeah. Well, let me tell you, there's nothing's going to happen with that. Yeah. <laughs> Because it's just going to be TikTok saying to go fuck yourself and it's going to government can say, oh yeah, watch this. And then they, they don't pass any of the shit that, or they do pass the shit. I'm interested in what happens though in, in terms of like culture and society and, and like you eliminate, you pull the rug out under what is the largest and quickest growing social media app or um, platform ever created. Mm-hmm. I'm curious to see. I won't be on Twitter or Facebook, I'll tell you that though. I'm out. Done. I already hate them. Nobody quits Twitter. I don't even go on Twitter that much anymore. Like I go on there and see four tweets and I'm like, all right, that's it. I'm out. I also haven't reinstalled Twitter. Probably for the best of your mental health. No, dude, it's so much better. But there was something that I learned with um, with that cleanse that we did was like, like I I don't read the replies. I don't get into like the debates or yeah. like these these like arguing with dudes who are living in, you know, their mother's basement at 40. I just like, I, I can't, oh, it's that or it's a 15 year old, like no in between. Like you never know who the fuck is on the other end of things. I think that like 90% of Twitter has like um, profile pictures who are just like random characters and sell out celebrities, sports teams or like whatever. I don't even know who the fuck I'm talking to. <laughs> you know, I could be talking to like a 14 year old kid who is arguing with me about why LeBron's not the goat. And I'm like, what the fuck am I doing right now? You know what I mean? <laughs> That's where that social media cleanse like really kicked in for me as I was like, okay, I don't care about anybody's opinion except for like who I'm following or whatever. Yeah. I do. I know you're not on there, but they created this like recommended. It's you have your your timeline, and then you also have this like recommended shit. And bro, they recommend the worst shit to me. I think that's also why Twitter and like Facebook what? hate TikTok. Just like like okay, for example, um, sports related shit. Like I'll just get like random FSU shit. I'm like I'm. A Miami Hurricane fan. I don't want to hear about FSU. I fuck, I'm supposed to hate them. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. That's the sort of. Sh- I'm just like, why? Why? Like, why is Barstool FSU on my page right now? I don't interact with them. I've never looked at their account before. So it's it like that. That's why I'm coming back to TikTok. They perfected a fucking algorithm, dude. And I think that yeah. other companies have tried to recreate this and have failed miserably. Miserably. Like reels is like awful. I hate reels. Do you ever like sit there and like scroll Half through the reels? Half the time they're in Spanish. Oh, I don't know what you're on. I don't know either. That's weird. But like, you looking at a lot of like Latina girls or something? Next question. <laughs> um, do you want to do a, a quick what the fuck? Let's do it. All right. All right, I'm going to be honest with you. Um, okay, I can't do this one, but I'll show you this one afterwards. We'll just do this one, which I low key forgot which one I had here. Yeah. Your hands don't look like this while you're eating your lunch. Must be a liberal sissy. Must be a sissy boy. <laughs> like, what even, bro? First of all, anybody... What was on his hands? Mud? Concrete? The fuck was that? That was... That was disgusting. Grout. Yeah. That's disgusting. That was absolutely disgusting. Something you don't want in your immune system. And it was on that sandwich, too. Yeah. It was all over that fucking sandwich. This is pretty funny for you. Oh, boy. Man falls through the roof with his... With his mattress, but continues to sleep. <laughs> what? What's... Is there a... Oh, yeah. Turn over, get... That must have been the best... Dude, it looks like the mattress flips underneath him. That's insane. <laughs> yeah, it was like... <laughs> Diagonal it did like side. a kickflip. Yeah. <laughs> he landed that shit too. <laughs> Homie like was covered in whatever that white shit is on the roof, like like a uh, drywall and stuff. No, probably yeah. That's also I'm not gonna lie. One of my bigger fears in life, not that I'm like consciously always thinking about this, but like what if like the roof just collapsed, like that place that happened in Miami, that that big um, oh, condo, condo place. Yeah, and it just like half the building fell to the ground because of you know just out uh, there there. What was it? Um, their coding wasn't up to date or they had lied on inspections or some shit like that. Yeah. I typically was... don't worry about that because I don't have crippling anxiety. No, it's not crippling anxiety, but when you start, when you, like, for example, like, you live in a home, place. so it's different. But when you live in, like, an apartment building, which you probably will eventually, hopefully not, maybe, you know, your trust fund will buy you a home. But, it won't. But it's maybe, like, much. maybe you will eventually be like, huh, what if, like, it just fucking, the roof just fell in right now? Just laying here on my phone on TikTok. <laughs> you TikTok, YouTube shorts. Poor fucking Pierre. He probably get out. He's quick. I'm not gonna lie. He's quick. He probably get out before anything happens. Oh yeah. And that, he, that's... he won't even look back to see if you're there. Nope. Oh yeah. No. Definitely not. He'd be like, "Why is there no food on the floor?" <laughs> what the fuck happened? That is. Oh, I didn't tell the story. Okay. Ooh. So this past week, I think it was like Wednesday night. The bathroom in Kevin's. The bathroom in Kevin's room started flooding from the roof. Yeah. So at like 3 a.m., I just hear Kevin going in and out of the house, like frantically, like slamming the, like, you know, the world's ending. It's 3 a.m. I haven't even gone to sleep yet. Okay, I have to be up in five hours to pick John up from the airport. So I'm already like, I don't want to go out there. Hopefully he can just figure out whatever the fuck's going on. 
He then goes into my bathroom, and I'm like, that's weird because he has his own bathroom. So that's why, like, I'm like, I perk my head up, I see the light on, and I'm like, huh, okay. I leave my room. I'm like, okay, what's going on? We go to his bathroom, and he shows me. He walks me to his bathroom, and out of the bathroom vent, it is just gushing water. And he has this bucket that's just pouring into you, and it's just filling up rapidly. Out of the air vent? Yes. And so he goes outside. Eventually, he fig- I Now, me, I go back to bed. I'm like already back. I'm like, <sighs> I wake up in a puddle, I guess. I don't know. Like, what am I supposed to do? Right? He figures all this shit out. The neighbor upstairs is like two inches underwater. The third floor, or in between the second and third floor, there was like a pipe leak or a burst or whatever the fuck happened. Water went all over this poor lady's like bedroom and into oh. her yeah her whole home. Um, dude, it's three a.m. in the morning. There's nothing more I want to deal with than a leaky roof. Yeah, I saw mine wasn't leaking. I saw everything in my room was fine. I checked his closet, his bedroom. I was like, everything's fine. And then he was like, I don't know what the fuck to do. The fire, dude. I'm not even kidding. Fire department comes at like three thirty in the morning. I peek outside my bedroom window because I have a view of uh, our front door. And there's like six dudes just like, why are we here right now? Yeah. You know? And I thought about like going out there to like, you know, trying to help the problem. And I was like, it's just another like unwanted voice. Cause like, what the fuck? You know, like, what are we going to do? It's a leak, you know? Yeah. Eventually it slows down, whatever. They turn the water off or whatever. Everything was fine. The maintenance company or the maintenance people come out and they did come out at like 4 a.m. So I think someone called them, which is great. You'd yeah. want, you know, your maintenance guy to get up and help out, whatever. Um, we still have no idea what happened. We still have no final report of like, like, is the roof gonna fall in because of water damage here any night, or like Kevin's gonna be taking a shit one night. Next thing you know, like, the upstairs whole upstairs na- room is like now in his bathroom. Upstairs neighbors in his lap. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Uh. Weird, dude. I. It's just one of those things where you're like, really, really, God, right now, <laughs> right now, I want to go to sleep. You know. Ugh. And I was like drifting off to Cam. I was like getting oh. ready to go to Dreamland, dude. And, oh. and then I hear the front door slam, and I'm like, you know, now it's it's three a.m. I know Kevin doesn't go to work until six, seven. I'm like, something's wrong. I'm like, we're either being robbed, like Kevin's probably at gunpoint right now, or something else is happening that I probably don't want to deal with. Um, yeah, everything worked out though. We woke up, the leak was done, over with. They uh, they came to our apartment. They brought these fans or fan, like one of those like industrial, like gotta dry the whole room, yeah. whatever fans. And doesn't even work. They plugged it in. I'm, I assume they turned it on and it worked, or, or they thought it would turn on later. I don't fucking know. I tried making it work, didn't work. So I don't know what they did. So my best guess is that the ceiling above his bathroom is probably gonna have water damage by the time we move out, and it won't be my problem, but. Yikes. So, yeah, that was my story. That sounds... Wednesday at 3 a.m. This past Wednesday at 3 a.m., that was what I was doing. Sounds awesome. Yeah, no, it wasn't. It wasn't at all. But everything's good in Indian. Fucked up, dude. We, uh, Me and Tiana went to this nature walk this week. No. And it's up in Boynton. Um, if you ever decide that you like women again, you can take a girl there on a date. Um, free, you know, it's... Probably been there with a guy. You probably have. Um, very yeah, nice. I've, I've definitely been... Up. To a nature walk in Boynton before. A what? A nature walk in Boynton. Is it off of like Hagen and Boynton Beach? Do you know the name of the place? Something nature preserve. Sounds about right. Big parking lot. You walk in, there's like a, you know, like a gazebo type building. Yeah. They have like inside, they have like a turtle thing and an alligator tank and all that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we went there. That was fun. Yeah. 
we went there. That was fun. Um, we watched a fish. Okay. Let me put this in the worst terms possible. We watched a bird try to eat a fish, but instead of eating the fish, he just deep-throated the fish. <laughs> it wouldn't fit in his fucking mouth. I've seen some pretty wild stuff. And he was just like trying to like get it in his throat, and it just was not working, and that's what she said. Um, and so we continue along the path. It's pretty nice. I mean, if you've been there, you know. Um, pretty nice place. Uh, we go around, dude. We see this like bird that's just chilling, right? Probably like a couple feet off the path or the, or the, board, the boardwalk. And... He grabs a fucking snake. The snake wraps himself around the beak and around the throat of the bird. And the bird is just like flailing, trying to like get this fucking snake off. Me thinking like the worst thing possible is like this this snake is about to choke this bird out. And this bird is trying to look for a meal, right? And the bird eventually wins the battle and I'm assuming eats the snake. Wow. We left as he like was like the snake was no longer moving. So... Best guess is that the snake was dead. Yeah. Such as me. But it was crazy, dude. Like, uh, we got so lucky to be able to see something yeah. like that. Last time I went, uh, we saw an alligator eating a raccoon. That was hmm. pretty sick. Uh, There's gators in that water? Yeah. I didn't see any. We saw turtles and shit, but we didn't see any gators. They're, they're definitely gators. Good thing I didn't go swimming. Yeah. And then there was a bird that was on the railing. Mm-hmm. And like... You could like like you could get your face right up to it. I wouldn't because it'll your eyes. <laughs> the amount of pigeons we saw is unbearable. Too. But like I, I was like staring at it directly in the eyes, and then it just releases everything it ate that day. That's disgusting, dude. It it was pretty sick. That's disgusting. At one point in this this boardwalk trail walk, there was this lady that was like underneath like one of those little huts that they have where they have like the information cards you can read about like uh-huh. what what is around. Um, what is around this area or this preserve or whatever. And she's like summoning demons or some shit over there. Like she's doing all this like, you know, like yeah. all this like weird like shit. Tai Chi. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. But I like to say it was like yeah. demon worshiping. I like stuff. that. I like that better. And Tiana, Tiana just looks at me and goes like, why, like, why do you think the worst? <laughs> she was all alone in this like dark corner of this big trail walk where like, you know, it's open to the public. So there's just a bunch of people just going through and I'm like, what is this motherfucker doing? I was freaked out. I was like, I'm because Chiana wants to read the cards. She wants, you know, she's interested in all this sort of stuff. I'm just like, hey. and I was like, we're not going in there. I want nothing to do with whatever like energy field is over there. I don't know if I ever told you about this, but a few months ago, I was at the beach and uh, we walked past a girl who's like in the meditation position, and there are like pigeons and birds all around her, like on top of her, like just chilling with her. It was like the most in tune with nature I've ever seen a person. It was like impressive. Pigeons disgust me. So I feel like if I saw that- They're flying rats. Yeah. I feel like if I were to see like the worst type of birds running, I'd be like, you're the worst type of person. Now, if it was like GBHs, I'd be like, oh, okay. I can understand. Like you're one with nature. Yeah. You know, you're like a snake crawling up you or some shit, you know? Yeah. Pigeons- that's disgusting. That reminds me of that scene in Home Alone where they're like, it's like at night and, and you have like that one guy that like feeds the birds so they all oh, yeah. come to him. Remember that? Yeah. Tap it into our 1990s movie histories. Nice. That's great. Trump was in Home Alone too. He wasn't a bad guy then. I think he was. Was he? I felt like he was a little creepy People in that handshake. Him. Yeah, because he was rich, Cameron. Yeah. Anybody, you can like anybody if they're rich. 
But you can't be a rich Republican. I think that um, I, <laughs> I think I read uh, an article or something about that story where it basically it said that he wasn't going to allow the company to use the the lobby of the hotel or the hotel in general unless he had like a small part in it, which is why he yeah. was able to get that handshake. Interesting fact. I don't know if you knew that. That shit, doesn't surprise me. Shit, shit fact, but, you know. All right, bro. That's all I got. I have a question for you, Kyle. Oh, okay, good. One? <laughs> oh, God. When's the last time you took a bath? A bath? Um. Okay, does, like, an ice bath count or, like, an Epsom salt bath count? Or are you talking, like... like For pleasure. I don't think I... First of all, I've for ever taken leisure. a bath for... Okay, leisure is a different word. Um, Like a hot bath. pre-high school yeah i've never like like you know bubbled up the water with my little like rubber well i I don't mean like a bubble bath (laughs) i mean it could have been a bubble bath no it was a bubble no i don't know i think that like bathing in like your own um well the dirt is gross you take a shower first and then you set up the bath is that what you're supposed to do yeah i've never heard of that before so you're not wallowing why would you well some people like that i mean you know everybody's got a thing french people fair (laughs) <laughs> me and my boss have a, a very intro, interesting uh relationship with the french because we sell french crutches we also sell german crutches and guess which one is by far so much better the german yes that's the power of german engineering yes yeah so we have a lot of uh a lot of feelings about the french <laughs> a lot of feelings about the french we like imitate and we mock them all yeah. the time um, was that, is that it? When's the last time uh, you took a bath? Probably around middle school as well. And I was just, how, uh, I think it was before that time. I think I covered. Yeah, I covered. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Not right now because. What's the, what's the first age the- you did that without giving up any sort of information? What do you think? I think I was like probably definitely middle school. I don't remember if it was sixth or seventh grade. Yeah. I think that was the same time frame as me. I remember being like, whoa. I remember like, ouch. Really? Yeah, I don't think it was comfortable the first time I did it. Interesting. Oh, yeah, you gotta break the seal. Yeah. The first time I don't I remember it hurting, though. I I wouldn't... It, it was le- less painful than a sting. That's weird. Ew. But every other Were you, time. Obviously, you weren't concerned that much. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I'm assuming yeah. that was the only time that happened, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. So I'm assuming the experience only got better, you know, like a fine wine. Yeah. Interesting. The, the pleasure only decreased and the shame only increased. Well, yeah, that's most things in life, unfortunately. Yeah. Fair. The content gets weirder, too. amazing? No. No? No. I mean, not right now because we're in a swamp room right now. Yeah. Um. No, but bathing in general, it doesn't. Like, like okay, this is going to be a little appropriate, but like maybe like a romantic type bathing yeah you know maybe because well, like, not my own i was in the shower this morning and i was like it'd be so amazing to just sit and lay down right now i get that feeling when i want to go into like um like a hot tub you know what i mean yeah not my own bath but i mean if you're taking a shower and then getting into the bath you're using a lot of water first of all second of all i guess but like what is the fun in just leisure just to like re- relax yeah okay just for relaxation Interesting. Take are you are you sudden it up? Okay, you taking a nap in the water? That might be bad for you. Might you might like? Mm. Can't be terrible for me. You're you're altering your Better body. Better crack, Kyle. Okay. 
If you all right, I'll, no, yeah, I'll relax this week by smoking crack. <laughs> no, you have to smoke the crack in the bath and then right. let me know how it goes. No, that's way too unhealthy. Because you're never gonna fall asleep then. <laughs> yeah. My mind will be all over the place. Yeah, you'll be like fucking itching in the bath. You'll be like, this water is itching me. Yeah. Fully the water is crack. I was gonna ask you a question, but I forgot. Yeah, definitely not into bathing. But like I said, I've done like Epsom salt, like bathing, like after, like, you know, if I'm really sore or like a cold bath or, you know, something like that. Yeah. But I'm not getting a no body of water where no. I have to sulk in my own. No filth. candles. Nah. The fuck? <laughs> what even? That's, again, that's like a romantic thing. You can be romantic with yourself. Why would I want to be romantic with myself when I have someone, though? An orgy for one. Fair. Hey, whatever you're into, I guess. I guess. Any other questions? Also, I'd imagine doing that in a bath. I'm pretty sure it's like harder to do because the water actually dries you out. I don't know the science of a woman's anatomy when it comes to... No, no, no. no. I'm talking about uh, solo style. Oh. Because you were asking oh. about solo style earlier. Well, it's going to be flown to the top of the water. You think it's less dense? How deep does your bath go? Wait, what are you talking about? I think we're, I think we're confused here. We're talking about two different things here. I don't think we are. What are you talking about? Yeah. Oh, I don't understand the context then. I don't understand what you were trying to. I don't. I think. That's why I think we're all on the same page. You, no, all right, no, let's. We're talking about floating. <laughs> no, all right, let's move on. Um, here on out, we're gonna do this new segment that is gonna give you a little bit of life advice, a little bit of you know self help, you know, a little motivation for the week. I sure need it. Things that'll help you feel a little better and get you going, you know, on Monday on a noon. If you already don't want to kill yourself, maybe the podcast makes you want to kill yourself. But at least at the end, you get a gold nugget of something that will help you along your journey for the week. So we'll call this segment um, Khaled's Advice. Uh, DJ Khaled is uh, very known for his self-help, uh, very known for his ranting. And, uh, you know, we've obviously given him a little bit of a platform here on the Kyle Wilson podcast. Um so this week, we have a very good one. Um, I'll play it. Don't ever burn a bridge. Let me ask you a question. Can you walk on water? Don't burn no bridge. Only God can walk on water. So yeah, um, so hopefully that helps you in your your maybe your personal uh uh, relationships this week maybe there's some sort of conflict maybe there's some sort of you know i don't know whatever it might be in the environment but Khaled is telling you just don't burn that bridge like i did with Publix. you know keep things open don't walk out don't tell people to go fuck themselves um and that's it for this week cameron thank you as always uh we're my life has been improved having heard that <laughs> i'm glad um we're recording this at 4 40 p.m saturday March 18th. Dude, I'm ready for bed. Oh, me too. I went to the beach today, dude, and I'm fucking cooked. Yeah, I'll do that. No sunscreen either. Oh, what's you know? the point? Well, it was, it was windy and it was cold. The water was cold, so I didn't feel it. Took a shower, got in bed. I felt it. I for sure have skin cancer. <laughs> and we'll end on that, ladies and gentlemen. We'll see you next week for episode 45. Goodbye. Now. Peace out. Sorry. A little too fruity. All right. And that's, that's me talking. I'll, uh, I'll whip my dick out next time. Is that a little better? Yeah, that's <laughs> All macho. Right. All right, Family. cool. Nice.